0: For the last year, I've been telling y'all that my new book is coming soon, it's coming soon, it's coming soon. Well, proud to announce that the new book is officially here and pre-ordering on weightless.net. My new book is titled The 10 Traits of Successful Hip-Hop Artists and will be released on Tuesday, October 13th in the book I use interviews, album lyrics, and anecdotes to reveal 10 key traits that are common among some of your favorite hip hop artists of all time. From Jay Dilla, to Rock Marciano, to Evidence, to Nipsey Hussle, to The RZA, to Slug, to De La Soul, and many, many others. This book reveals the secrets of how these artists have created successful careers. Not only that, it also explains how to develop those 10 traits if you don't have them already. That said, the book is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. If you rock with me, please order your copy right now. We've got some dope pre-order packages available for you. Thanks for your support. Back to the show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Notification squad. <laughs> uh, uh. So what up, Mr. Printmatic?
0: Hey, man. Doing good, man. Life is good. Is it? Man, this shit's great, man. You know? I can't complain, man. Yeah, man. You know, I did like 15 miles on a bike yesterday. Can't be mad at that. And it was right before it rained, too. Ah. So it rained heavy. Then I was like, yeah, it might clear up for a while. I went and biked. And as soon as I got back to my van.
1: Yeah, it was coming down. Crazy. But it only rained for like, I mean, at least up, 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 um, up north. It only rained for like. 15-20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, was it was hard. hard yeah, hard. It was intense. Yeah, real intense. Which, uh, you
0: know, outside of that, that's all I've been doing. That and you're preparing for, you know,
1: you know days like today, days like today. You know, good day. We've been waiting on this day for a minute. Waiting on this day for a minute. So, uh, yeah, yeah, man. So, super so, duty so uh, super duty tough work.
0: Yeah, An- announcements. We have things.
1: announcements for those
0: who are at uh, at home. You can't see it, but we have we have the new book in our hands. You yes. Know? The new book that I've been talking about for about boom. a year, boom! <laughs> you know, it's nice and thick. Yeah, the book is called The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, man. And uh, you know, I gave a logic a copy of it, you know, last week, sent him one in the mail, mm-hmm. so you know, real official got that delivery. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been reading it and uh, he read the book. And uh, we're going to talk about the book today, yeah, because uh, this book encapsulates a lot of what we do on this podcast
1: everything i mean really <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like the whole book is like a culmination of you know the 200 or so episodes you know what i mean like yeah it's 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 really good really good
0: yeah man and so uh, that's what we're gonna talk about today man if you at home you know if you've been listening to the podcast we need you to do two things today first if you're on youtube like the video like it we need more likes on youtube yeah we're struggling for likes over there we got views but don't nobody hit the like button
1: hit that subscribe
0: yeah subscribe and then uh everybody else we need you to go to waitlist.net and pre-order the book please the do. book will officially be out october Well, it will be shipping october 8th it'll be in your hands by october 13th and nice. so yeah, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work.
2: We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous, you heard of us. Official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and wanna grow. So go ahead and download. Every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping a culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close closer. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home. You get laced up with bullet points and such, plus empowering topics that they never would touch. You can put your whole network against a team, but Super Duty Tough Work's the MVP. Most valuable podcast on MP3. Priceless info, but all of it's free. So take these words home and think them through. Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you. Now, listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host Blueprint Raw and Uncut
1: Adult Conversations No shucking No Jobin', and No Shit. Okay, all right, so we back. Yeah, yeah. so, um I'm gonna be interviewing my man about his yeah. you know, about his joint. Let's go. You know, um, I have read the book and I have to say that I am proud. Proud of you, man. Like, joint is is fire. My man, It's fire. Anybody that has been listening to the podcast, um This joint is definitely for you. If you're an artist, um, and a lot of the traits in here don't just apply to hip hop. Yes. Don't just apply to music. Don't just apply to art. They can apply to life um, as well. Now, um, first question, when you wrote, when you were writing the book, well, before you even wrote the book. Yeah. Why did you feel like you needed to write this book? Uh, Or did you feel like you needed to write the book? Yeah, I felt like, I mean, you know, years ago when we
0: started kind of going down this path, I kind of, or even before then I kind of felt like, uh, you know, because we had periods where we were like hip hop centered. Right. And then we kind of started dealing with this stuff, which is helping artists and, mm-hmm. and self-development and, and things like that. And uh, I kind of felt like we have a lot of discussions with artists that are about talent, mm-hmm. about like how dope someone is. Mm-hmm. And, and But th- in this podcast, we don't necessarily talk about how dope people are. Right, right. We talk about th- the skills you need and, and the traits you need to kind of be successful. And I was like, you know, no one has written a book about that in terms of hip hop, mm-hmm. about like everything besides talent, right? That people need to be thinking about and what you can see in these people that we listen to every day, mm-hmm. uh, but no one talks about. And so it's like, yo, know, I need to write something like that, <sighs> something that really kind of ties in everything we talk about and kind of summarizes this. So that that's kind of what gave me the idea to do to do the book.
1: That's dope. Yeah, because it, it seems like the stuff that we talks about that we talk about really helps people. People are really inspired by it. And the stuff that we talk about shows that it's not all about talent that equals success. It's mm-hmm. not all about, you know, really what you write down on paper. It's not about how dope you are. It's about the steps that you take yes. in order to get to success. Now, in um in writing this book, there's a lot of um artists that you talk about that are on different levels of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? like, mm-hmm. Was that a purposeful thing, or is it just these particular artists that you look to and that you're inspired by, or is it their stories in general that uh, made you want to write about them?
0: The the range in artists, uh, and their, their notoriety level, that was deliberate mm-hmm. uh, because you know we're underground hip hop guys, right? Right. And you know when we talk about stuff we listen to or, or artists that we like that are not underground hip hop, some of our fans are often caught off guard. Like, oh, you listen to that? Mm-hmm. you pay attention to that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know y'all like Nipsey, or I didn't know y'all like. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, um, I thought that it would be dope to make a book that didn't, that wasn't just something that we could fuck with. Right. Right. That anybody who's into hip hop, period, and quote unquote real hip hop, or or even mainstream hip hop could find something in this book Mm -hmm. that inspired them and uh you know that wasn't that wasn't my original intent when i originally wrote it i was just writing Mm -hmm. and then um i left it alone and then when i came back to it like two years later i was like yo this could actually be a, a a book that's more encompassing Mm-hmm. Of the whole spectrum of hip hop, and that's kind of why I went down the path I did with picking different people from different crews and different sections, and even different eras. Mm-hmm. You know, because like De La Sol is in there, right? Mr. Dibs is in there, yeah. Dilla, Dilla. There's no connection between, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dibs and mm-hmm. Dilla,
1: or Knots, yeah, or Carnage, Carnage, J Zone, R J, right?
0: Like know. all these guys are in the book, and and then what's the connection between them and? and, and uh, Nipsey, right. Fit, well the connection is that they have this trait yeah. in them. These traits. These traits in them that yeah. that tie them all together that we've never talked about. Mm-hmm. And so that's what kind of made me think like, like wait a minute, this is something, the, the way I'm doing this book, if I really want to go all out with the book mm-hmm. and make it what is, what's in my head it's gonna take me longer, mm-hmm. I'm gonna to have to write more, but I'm gonna to have to include a wider range of artists.
1: Word, okay, so now, in the book, you only appear once. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And um, the chapter that you talk about yourself in is the patience chapter. Mm-hmm. Is there a because per- I know I've known you forever. So yeah. I feel like you could have put yourself in any of these chapters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's true. Specific. that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, f- I really feel like you could have put yourself in any of the chapters. Yeah. Is there a reason that you chose that particular chapter to inject your own story into
0: Uh, well, you know, it's funny. It's like I I originally was going to inject myself into a lot of
1: this book. Uh, (laughs) I mean, because you can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, it's your book. And you really, you got all these traits, really. You know what I'm saying? Which is why you're successful. You know what I'm saying? Which is why you can talk about this stuff. Because you've seen it from the perspective of building up to these points. And actually, you know, acting out and doing the things that you're actually talking about.
0: Yeah, well, there was a point where. Uh, You know, I did have another maybe section in there that I had about me that I kind of took out. Mm. Um, There was a point where, yeah, it was definitely kind of along the lines of my other books, which are about me, Mm -hmm. my career. And then I might tell you some other examples. But as I got deeper into it, I was like, you know what? I kind of have to take myself out of it as much as possible, because I want this to be something that you know what I'm saying like it's not about me mm-hmm. I'm I'm present through all the writing mm-hmm. you know what I mean the stories that are told and I was like I'm just gonna tell one story about myself and patience and hopefully that kind of lets people know that yeah, it's my book and that's just and it's at the end of the chapter right you know what I mean um but that, it's early in the book as well right right it's early yeah. in the book but it was a conscious decision. I didn't want it to be something where, like, I didn't have any distance from it. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Like, when we write albums, they're so personal. Right. We write songs, they're so personal. Mm-hmm. But then every now and again, we write a song that appeals to everybody else. Right. We're like, damn, that's
1: wild. Wow. That's not about us. Right. Yeah. It's telling somebody <laughs> else's story. You see? Yeah.
0: The same thing kind of applies to this book, where it's like, well, wait a minute maybe the strongest and best approach is to not make this about me. Mm-hmm. And because really this podcast is not about us. Right. Like our, our careers are examples. Right. But we help artists every day by telling them what we think they should be doing and mistakes we made. So like the reason I think people love this show is because it helps them. Right. And I think that's, I want that same thing to be in a book. Mm-hmm. I don't want this book to be, Hey, here's blueprint story. Right. I want it to be, Hey, these are things across every hip hop artist that you think is dope Mm -hmm. there's something behind them that you haven't noticed and this book is going to help you put that together see the trait and then take it a step further and even develop the trait
1: word okay now in the uh perseverance chapter yeah you start out talking about tech nine yeah um and one of the things like a lot of this I didn't know a lot of a lot of the stuff in the book about these artists in particular. Yeah. You know, because you dive so deep into their um, their rise to fame and how they came up and things like that. I didn't know um, about how sick his mom was. Yeah. Now, in a lot of these stories, um, did you see yourself in a lot of these stories as far as, you know, dealing with the emotion of things, dealing with, you know, family troubles? Because, you know. A lot of people do know about, you know, the things you had to deal with with your father yeah. and your brother and, you know, things of that nature. Um, did you see yourself in a lot of this book and did that make it easier to write the book and really, you know, tell these stories? Yeah, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: You know, you, you you know, we're artists, sometimes we think that we're the only piece of people who go through stuff. Right, right. Like, oh, man, I can't believe I went through this. <laughs> right. how to make it through that, right. you know? But then as I was researching all these artists, you know, and diving into their stories, I would see these themes like, wow, mm-hmm. I went through something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know what it's like to lose someone like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: I know what it's like to almost lose my life. Like the tech nine thing where they
1: almost yeah died they almost a, died in a car crash. Yeah, yeah And I was like, yo, yeah,
0: that literally happened to us, too. Mm-hmm. Like and to see guys go through that and bounce back and then have their greater success after that. Mm-hmm. It was really inspiring, you know, and it, and it also made me see like, you know what? It's not just about talent again. It's right. like there has to be something deep inside you like, like to to persevere through all of those bad things that are happening and to keep going and not give in and, and but what I what you mentioned earlier about um not knowing some of these stories mm-hmm. it was the same thing for
1: me. Yeah. I'm I sure did, you was reading like what? Yeah. Word. Yeah. You went through that. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, even the daylight story is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
2: just like wow, I didn't know.
1: All
0: of this stuff. And then you start going through all these interviews, all this footage, hours and hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, you start seeing these stories that are not even a part of these artists narrative. You're like, man, if people only knew what this dude
1: went through. To get where he is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They would appreciate him so much more. Mm -hmm. And they don't know. Right. But. That's what I want to do with this book. I want this book like you're saying uh to to be something people can reference mm-hmm. when you're thinking about your career and man, uh, you know, how did this person become that successful? Mm-hmm. How did, and then you look through this book, you know, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just that they were dope. They did all these things right. They had this thing that was deep inside them, this character trait, and I can do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I can I can overcome too. And uh, you know, It inspired me tremendously to just read and learn
1: about these people Mm -hmm. because people don't talk about all this other stuff. Yeah, that's true. Um, To side note on, um, there is a in the um, in the chapter, I believe, about self self self-confidence. Yeah. um, uh, Starts out about 50. Yeah. And there is a quote here that. I Thought was super dope when he's talking about writing the uh, 50th law, yeah. And when he said, um, that uh, Robert Green helped him write the book, the guy who wrote 48 Laws of Power and Art of Seduction. Um, and he says, his quote is Robert kind of identified the core of my power as being in bit bu- or in business situations and being the person with the least fear at the table, yeah. Now. I look at you that way, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like I see a lot of the moves that you make, a lot of people don't know all the shit that you do behind the scenes for this podcast, for your career, the things that you've done. Um, Do you believe, because I don't think it's one of the traits that you talk about specifically, but do you think the lack of fear is, um, is that the embodiment of self-confidence? Or is the lack of fear just a trait that you inherited just throughout your life and uh-huh. just not being afraid because you knew that you put the time in, the dedication, the work in, so you had no reason to be afraid of failure?
0: Yeah, a, a little both. Like, I think part of it, too, you know, it's, it's like um, what 50 talks about in that chapter. He talks about, you know, I had already been through so much mm-hmm. that.
1: Nothing in corporate America could scare me. Yeah, like I've been shot. I've been, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I was selling drugs with a quarter, yeah. my lights was getting cut off. his mom got killed. Yeah. At, you know what I mean? Like yeah, young age.
0: Young yep. age, you know, kicked out of his grandparents, like living on the streets. Like that thing right there is like so powerful to me that like, oh, well, when I look at hip-hop, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I look at a lot of stuff like, yo, man. I got shot at when I was 17. I almost got. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've been chased. Now, we talked about kind of wild ass shit on this podcast. And um, I take that same approach Mm -hmm. subconsciously. I don't think about it, but it's just more like, well, shit. Yeah, what else can you do to me? Yeah, what can you do? (laughs) Yeah, what else can you do? What can you take from me? Mm -hmm. So it's not, and, 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 and to add on to that, it's not even the absence of fear, right? Like, it's, I think for me, it's more like I don't let fear paralyze me. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't ever feel nervous or afraid or lack confidence. It's more like, okay, you're nervous.
1: So now what? Yeah. You don't let the fear take over. Think, yeah. It's like, so what? It's just, it's there. It's yeah. a part of the journey. The it's fear there. is a part of the journey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's this guy, this uh, motivational speaker, his name is Inky Johnson. And uh, he has this quote. He says, you know, when in, in times of trouble, he said, we don't rise to a to the occasion. We revert to our training. Mm-hmm. And he's he's talking about how like the military and, and people like that, you know, people look at, oh, well, you, you rose to the cage and you came in and you saved this person or you went into battle and you did this. And that third, he said, no, we don't rise to the occasion. He mm-hmm. said, we, we we revert to our training. We've already been through this stuff. We've been through the adversity before. We've We've been preparing ourselves for these moments. And so it's not that we're afraid. It's not that we just came and something different came out of us that wasn't already there. Right. We revert to what we've already been doing, maybe even at a smaller level, and that kind of gets us through these these tough times. I think that's the same thing that applies to, you know, 50 and that, that that confidence chapter. Same thing with Merce, Like, mm-hmm. you know, Merce early on learns his self confidence from just being rejected. Yeah. You know, yeah. people talking shit about him and him not fitting in. Eventually that became a superpower. Right. Because he just said, Hey, this is who I am. Yeah. And then he just was not afraid to try stuff to put himself out there because he had already been teased enough mm-hmm. and picked on enough in school to where no one could shame him anymore. He had accepted his flaws. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh for me it's the same way. I, I I do get nervous about things, but then I think, so what, man? Like, have you can you can they take anything away from you that you haven't already lost? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you've took so many losses in life and business and you've been low, like fuck it. Yeah keep going yeah you know
1: yeah i think it's the same thing in the um the originality chapter with um the open mic eagle yeah um, what he's talking about in there is just being the weird dude mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's just being the young weird dude and it's like okay well i'm going to use this to my advantage now yeah you know what i'm saying i want to take the opportunity to use this weirdness this being shunned and not being normal you know what people considered normal and use it as a as a you know as a power. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's really dope to to really see that. But um yeah, yeah like let's we'll take, take a break. A break. Yeah, we am going to be right back. Dope.
0: For the last year, I've been telling y'all that my new book is coming soon. It's coming soon. It's coming soon. Well, I'm proud to announce that the new book is officially here in pre-ordering on net. My new book is titled The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists and will be released on Tuesday, October 13th. In the book, I use interviews, album lyrics, and anecdotes to reveal 10 key traits that are common among some of your favorite hip hop artists of all time. From Jay Dilla, to Rock Marciano, to Evidence, to Nipsey Hussle, to The RZA, to Slug, to De La Soul, and many, many others. This book reveals the secrets of how these artists have created successful careers. Not only that, it also explains how to develop those 10 traits if you don't have them already. That said, the book is pre-ordering right now on waitlist.net. If you rock with me, please order your copy right now. We've got some dope pre-order packages available for you. Thanks for your
1: support. Back to the show. All right, we back. Super duty. We back in the place uh, talking about ten traits of a successful hip hop artist by my man Blueprint. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Hit that pre order joint. Yes. Waitlist.net. Wait wait Waitlist.net. Oh, side note. Mm-hmm. Um, autopilot will be pre ordering this Friday as well. It better be. You know what I'm saying? Hit <laughs> your pre order autopilot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? New logic. New logic. You know, drop it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we're gonna continue to talk about this this beautifully. Beautifully done book. Um, one question that I have in reading the book, is there anything in this book that you feel that you lack and that you kind of learned about yourself in places that you felt you needed to improve in the process of figuring these things out because i know on super duty a lot of times like we talk about these things and we even go back and listen to episodes and like yo i need to work on that you know what i'm saying like that's one of those things that you know i am lacking in i may not be super you know proficient in right now that i need to work on is there any thing in this Uh, book that you felt off the top of the
0: head you know what what comes in off the top of the head i'm gonna think of i'm thinking about like Uh, Self-confidence is one of them, Mm -hmm. even though I'm confident. Uh, And then the seeking feedback part. Mm -hmm. Like seeking feedback for me uh, was something I didn't learn until my Adventures in Counterculture album. Mm -hmm. You know, and I wrote about it in that book about how me and Sadiq from Rhyme he was one of the first people who I really kind of entrusted to like hear everything I was doing and give me honest feedback, like pull no punches. Mm And um, prior to that, it was kind of like I'd work and do stuff when it was done and let y'all hear it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. That's was because we were cruel. Right. It wasn't necessarily to pick it apart mm-hmm. and tell me like point blank how I can improve upon it and what I need to work on as an artist. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something I didn't develop until I could say the second half of my career. Mm-hmm. Me you know, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like prior to that, we were just doing what we felt. And yeah. then we weren't yeah. really putting it under the microscope like that to really, really and you know, you get older, you your your skin gets a little thicker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm you saying? can take it. <laughs> right. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Maybe that's what it was too, yeah. you know. But uh that's something I always wanted to work on. And then when I sat down, so when I was thinking about that chapter, I was looking at it like, Oh, wait a minute, there are people who some of the dopest artists we know of go to for feedback, specifically. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like Kanye. Yes. Like, you talk about in that chapter. Yeah, people don't know. Yeah, how much he goes to other people. Yeah. You know, like, how does this sound? How does this snare sound? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, is this mixed right? right? You know what I'm saying? Like, Kanye is one of those dudes, which is why his stuff is so specifically him yes because he does seek that feedback and he does yeah. like shape he and he takes it you know for what it's worth he takes the weight of it yeah and he goes back and makes changes yes because he knows he's not perfect
0: yes and and people see it but they don't really really see it no one talks about just that mm-hmm. they always think like oh yeah well he's got it all figured out he right. don't got it all figured out no. but nah man a lot of that is about ego mm-hmm. you know like if people can 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 put their ego aside enough to go to, you know, the the the, the And we're Rick, talking about Rick, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> ego.
1: we right. putting the ego aside. Come on. About-
0: <laughs> Why can't you?
1: <laughs> right. If Kanye can do it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Why can't you? Yeah. You know? Uh to people just putting it aside to go to like the Rick Rubens of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, to go to uh the the young gurus of the mm-hmm. world. Right. Like all these people yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all these people who have humbled themselves enough To ask people what they think Mm -hmm. and to help them improve upon their craft. To me, that's something I've just really admired. Like, yo, early in my career, I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just now starting to really get that where I can have that dialogue with people and the music isn't so personal. That I I get mad when someone is honest and mm-hmm. says that it needs this or that or it can be proved upon, right? Yeah. Um, that's something. And the self confidence thing, like I always admired Mers's confidence. Yeah, you know, like I always admired Murs's confidence. And I, when I asked Murs about being in the book, it was I was like, "Yo, I remember a conversation we had on uh, the Paid dues tour mm-hmm. on the bus, and this was right when he got signed to Warner." And we we're like, man, you got sign as crazy. And he was like, yeah, how you think the record's going to do? He's like, man, I'm expecting to go platinum.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, that's how you got to be. Yeah. He didn't laugh.
0: He didn't crack a smile. He was, de- hey, I'm going platinum. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. Underground people don't talk like that. Right. We just be like, yeah, you know, the yeah, art. it's going to do good. The you fans. You know what I'm <laughs> It's going to be a classic. As long as the fans love it. You know what I mean? That's cool with me. Yeah. Nah, he was like, I'm going platinum. Print. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. And then I thought about it, like, yo, he's always been like that. Yeah, He's never been, like, happy with, like, I remember Merch told us one time on tour. This is funny, man. This is a funny merch story. I don't even know if he remembers this. <laughs> this is on the God Loves Ugly tour. He was like, man, if I'm still touring with y'all in five years from now, I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I love y'all. He said, but, but for real. For real. If yeah. I'm still here in five years, from now, I'm a failure. Mm. <laughs> that means I'm not growing. I, I want to be up there, mm-hmm. over there. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, it wasn't no personal. Like, y'all oh, whacking yeah, about yeah. like that. It was just like, yo, I don't want to be doing yeah, this. Yeah, we're going to still be friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to grow. <laughs> right. I'm right. trying to come up. I, I'm confident enough to believe that I should be just like those guys that we're looking up to. Mm-hmm. Why can't I have what they have? Hey, look at his career. He's built that. Yeah. He's built that. Like, Merz is now one of the most successful guys yeah. in our genre. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he's huge now. So it's mm-hmm. like, you have to have that confidence, and it's not even arrogance. The only people who think that confidence is arrogance are people who are insecure themselves. Yeah. Like, they are not so, so like, but when you see it in somebody, you'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's how I talk to myself when no one's around. Mm-hmm. He's just saying that shit.
1: Yeah, he's just saying it for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, when I'm, in, I, I mean, I do the same shit. Like, when I'm in the studio and I'm listening to, you know, new beats and I'm listening like, to. I'm incredible. I am the shit. <laughs> Nobody is fucking with me right now. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like this this shit is so fire, I can't wait. I can't wait. Who gonna talk (laughs) some shit? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Who gonna say something? I'm the best in this motherfucker. Come on (laughs) man. how many times I gotta tell y'all <laughs> another straight up, example straight up I've never fallen off never fallen off <laughs> y'all ain't been in this shit for 20 plus still making bangers
0: you
2: right. know right
1: that's the inner dialogue right but we don't we'll think that shit in interviews
2: hell no
0: <laughs> hell no when you put it out it's like man I hope somebody like this right, shit right right you know but when you make it you like this it's incredible <laughs> nobody oh, fucking uh, you be beating your chest right right
1: uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I admire that you know like I, I that the self-confidence thing something like i've I have it when I rhyme mm-hmm. you know what I mean I have right. it when I deal with people uh you know personally um but just to see like that outward thing where like guys are really thinking so much bigger mm-hmm. I admire that you know and and writing about that made me kind of uh reevaluate myself like yo that's something that you could you can always use to your advantage to kind of power your dreams
1: so to speak yeah where no thinking um speaking of um you know using things to your advantage and you know thinking um ahead mm-hmm. the the chapter with riza riza's story now yeah. everybody knows riza's story yeah. you know what i'm saying but the thing that i find like super interesting is you know we've talked about this before yeah the parallels between how <laughs> riza ran the woo yeah. and how you attempted to run weightless. yeah you know what i'm saying like you try <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You, like, tried. I tried. you know what I'm saying? Some mess. of us was on board, some of us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not so much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like the the parallel that I really draw in reading it was the um the um um the story that he told about um, you know, saying that this is a bus. Yes. you know what I'm saying, like y'all be the passengers and y'all let me drive. hmm You know, and you know, the fact that it didn't work out with every day with waitlists. <laughs> but um do you still take that approach with your career even though you don't necessarily have passengers yeah you know what i'm saying like do you still think in those terms with your career and if so like how so
0: oh yeah i do i do but that's something that i've recently kind of had to get back to Mm -hmm. because you know for for years it was like i took that approach with with y'all right okay this is where we're going as a group as a collective um but then i started kind of then I was doing stuff on rhyme stairs, so I was just on their bus, right, right. You know, and then the kind of back to going back stuff on waitlist. It's like okay, now I'm just being an artist. Mm-hmm. I'd say the last year, um, particularly this year, since we've kind of got back on like our, our, you know, saying ninety day challenge yeah, and, yeah. And, and looking at the business and really trying to plan out things a year in advance. I've started to, I now have blueprint is a is a passenger on the waitlist bus.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Well, you know, you and know, I have talked yeah, about the yeah, soft yeah, air yeah, a bit yeah. about how. We, are, we, we approach our careers as artists because we also uh, control the platforms. Mm-hmm. And But the artistry comes first. Right. Therefore, when we don't feel like making music, don't know music come out. Mm-hmm. When we feel like making music, music come out. Mm-hmm. When we feel like promoting, records get promoted. Right. When we don't feel like promoting, <laughs> nothing gets promoted.
1: <laughs> right, right. And, <laughs> that, and that's the artist thinking. That's the artist. Yeah.
0: Whereas I've now switched my thing now and my mentality now where the the bus is weightless now, mm-hmm. and it don't matter whether
1: Blueprint feel like putting out music. Yeah. It
0: don't matter whether Blueprint feel like promoting. The entity is going to do what it needs to do.
1: Yeah, waitless is still moving down the road. Right. Even if Blueprint don't want to move,
0: <laughs> thank you. B. Weightless
1: is still moving.
0: And weightless's chief uh, job is to to promote Blueprint mm-hmm. and to make sure that he's putting out records. So now uh-huh. I look at it like, you know, I have a note in my office that says what would a business be doing today mm-hmm. and the uh, business is underlined right and i have to look at that every day so that i remind myself that the business is driving me. right It's not what Blueprint feel like
1: doing today. Blueprint is an artist. And Blueprint is a human being. Yeah. Blueprint don't feel like doing shit (laughs) every day.
0: Ain't nothing gonna get done. (laughs) There ain't no Blueprint to do it. Right, right. We need the business to have an agenda that's separate from Blueprint's agenda. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, like, I'm sticking to this plan of putting this out. And there will be things, okay, maybe my record isn't coming out this time, but then we can do reissues. We can do 45s. We can do all kind of things that I already have the music as an artist. Mm -hmm. But... The, I wasn't I was looking at it the opposite way, mm-hmm. like blueprint will do what he feels like, and a business will support it right instead of looking at it, like the business has an agenda, and blueprint's music is the gas for the bus, right. That's how you fill up the tank. It's your music, and then the entity keeps going mm-hmm. and an entity um has an agenda that isn't dependent upon p- feelings right inspiration, right. you know what I'm saying like uh, in the mood, mm-hmm. having records done. It's like, yo, you have a gang of music that you can do. Uh, you have book ideas. You have, you know, what I'm saying all kind of things I could be doing, and I have to had to reverse it to kind of make myself a passenger on my business's bus, mm-hmm. kind of like the Risen.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 super dope. Yeah, because like reading that chapter, I was like, this is so print. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this like, is my hero. Man. Yeah, like this is so print. Like just thinking back to when Waitlist was started, yeah. and. You know, like, and even in the West Side Gun chapter, like you were like the reluctant leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though you did have a plan, and you were the one that was doing the forward thinking, like the rizza you were more like West Side Gun in that in that sense. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like that. guess i'll do it yeah you know what i'm saying like (laughs) nobody else is stepping up like in his situation everybody was in jail and locked up (laughs) you know what i'm saying so he had no choice but you know like in order for us to be successful you know you had to make that decision to be that guy Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and in that it's like okay if i'm gonna be that guy i'm gonna do it to the best of my ability and make sure that we're all you know prosperous so yeah yeah, like that that chapter i was reading like yo
0: yeah yeah and yeah and back then i definitely was like it was everyone else first. right? And I remember that even in like 2008, when I kind of stepped away after all the stuff and, uh, and I gave everybody their stuff back, I was kind of like, yo, y'all have more solo records than me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, it's 2008, I have one solo album out. Yeah. I was like, something's weird about that. You know, I've produced Zero Star Records, Envelope Records, Logic Albums, done Soul Position Records, but we had one Blueprint record from 99 to 2008. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's because I, I had Completely went into Y'all first The yeah. crew first Making sure everybody else is Taken care of Yeah mm-hmm. um, It took me a while to switch that man It took yeah. me a long time to switch that Yeah It's dope Yeah um,
2: Yeah so we, we Take, can a, take break. a break Yes yeah, We'll be right back
0: Okay break, break, break. What up
2: everybody Quick reminder
0: Super Duty Tough Work hoodies Back in stock We got smalls Back in stock Medium Back in stock Large Back in stock Extra large Back in stock. 2XL, sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement.
1: Rep the squad. Back to the show. Alright, so we back. You know what I'm saying? Super duty. Super duty tough work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Printmatic. Mm-hmm. Ten traits of a successful hip hop artist. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? You know it's saying? here baby it's here you know been talking about this for a long time I uh, know you know I'm a very long time so really I want to um, now get into the process of you writing and the publishing aspect of okay. it um, in the process of this book like if, if when people get the book if you go to the back and you go to the uh, the cited works there's like 10 pages worth of fucking <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like straight up it's like yeah. like a good like 10 pages worth of you know cited interviews and you know, videos and things like that. How many hours do you think you spent, you know, like going through interviews, transcribing interviews, you know, conducting interviews? Um, a lot, man. A hell of a lot. Like the the,
0: the transcription part uh, was probably the longest part of it when I think about it. Like. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you say, say I interview somebody any interview with an artist that I did directly with an artist was at least an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. There's some like, um, like my dibs interview, mm-hmm. merge interview. Some of those are two hours. Yeah. Some were two and a
1: half, three hours. You know, me and Sadiq talked for a good hour or two after the hour. Yeah. And I'm half. A, yeah. I'm sure you and Sadiq was probably on the phone for like a day. Yeah. You know <laughs> <laughs> <what I mean? laughs>
0: Chopping it up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but that whole thing took, Took a long time, you know, going through all, so many interviews because it's not like you're just listening to interviews taking anything. Mm-hmm every interview i had i was looking for
1: one specific yeah, you, thing yeah, looking for that piece so
0: somebody could be talking for an hour mm-hmm. hour and a half i still had to listen to all of yeah, it until they got
1: to that thing yeah. you were looking for
0: when it got to that thing okay boom i got it now i can kind of go through and pull it out and sometimes there would be interviews that were kind of broad and you would you would hear them kind of going there mm-hmm. but not completely going there and you would just have to pull quotes and see if you could tie certain things together and so you had this long it was a long process i don't even know but it, that was the Longest part of it. The longest part is interviewing people, going through hours and hours of interviews, five, ten interviews from each artist at least online. That's that's six to eight hours, right, of mm-hmm. uh, interviews there, and then
1: transcribing those, yeah, which takes hours, right? uh Sometimes days, yeah, because you got to listen to it, stop, go back, make sure you got the wording right, yeah. you know, all that shit, yeah,
0: yeah. So days to interview to to transcribe a, a, an interview. And then you'd sit there and then now you got to tie the shit together. Tie the shit together. You still ain't wrote the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You ain't even started. Nah, really. you yeah. just
0: found some quotes that are cool. Mm-hmm. And so you still have to tell the story. The good thing is that I learned early on that the chapters are way better after you've immersed yourself
1: mm-hmm. in this person's story. Yeah. Cause then you can kind of free write and, make your own opinion about this yeah. story and tie quotes in with you know your interpretation. Or
0: right, because you have to have a story. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you want to take the shortcut and just kind of like listen to one interview, mm-hmm. you don't really get their story like that. Like I, I remember there was a West Side Gun interview that with uh, Wallow. I don't know if you are familiar with Wallow, motivational speaker dude, does a podcast oh, with yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so Wallow was doing interviews a long time ago and he interviewed West Side Gun mm-hmm. just about being in jail. Mm -hmm. and it's like it ain't that many views on this interview Mm -hmm. and I was like yo this is crazy the shit he's talking about like it's completely different than every other interview Mm -hmm. because both of them spent a lot of time in jail Okay, there's mad jail references and slang and funny ass stories about jail and rules and code of conduct and shit but you have to go through all of those joints the Mm -hmm. obscure joints Mm -hmm. the bigger joints to make sure that everything you're looking for is there and then even then you don't know Mm-hmm. You still got to write the story. So I don't even know how many hours. I mean, it took me a year and a year, year and a half to write the book.
1: Yeah. So, so
0: I haven't been doing that much other than this book.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I can, I can attest to that.
0: Yeah. So, you know, if, like when I got to the end, when I added a, a couple other people, you know, the process was I maybe I'd interview them and then I would uh, take that would. Take about an hour, two hours. I mean, obviously you gotta prepare for the interview. Mm-hmm. And then you record it, then you transcribe it over the next three, four days. Mm-hmm. Um, then you'd kinda have to go through and do research, listen to a bunch of other stuff outside of yours to really make sure you you know their story. And then um then you have to make sure it lined up with the trait because yeah. it's really all about that thing that you think you see in them, right, you have to now find evidence. Right, right, and right. You, and I can't just tell somebody that's what this person is doing. Right, right. You it's, gotta back it up. Yeah. They gotta say it. Mm. That's the thing about the books, like they're saying it. Right. I'm not I'm not making up quotes about these guys. They're right. saying this is why I did this. This is how I did that. And you know, you went to RZA. Hey, I had a five-year plan. I said, get on my bus, whoop de whoop de That's enough. Right. Like I don't have to tell you that he thinks long-term. He's telling you right there. Yeah. How he how he was successful with the Wu Tang. How he went to Hollywood and learned to direct. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's telling you right there. But it's up to me to dig in all those little corners and crevices and hours and hours and hours to find that shit.
1: Yeah. Now when you when you first um had the idea to write the book, did you have all of this in mind? Like, okay, this is going to be my process. Yeah, you know what no. I'm saying? Like, I'm going <laughs> to You like, hell no. I didn't hell think I, I wasn't I, thinking
0: about,
2: you
1: know, a year's worth of I fucking wish. interviews. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Nah, if I would have thought that I might not have took on the book.
2: <laughs> I might not have done this shit. <laughs> yeah. Look,
0: this, I had no idea it would be this much of an undertaking. Mm-hmm. But what happens is I wrote a, a draft of it and i didn't have none of this stuff that was in it now i didn't i was just writing and i didn't have the quotes and the evidence and the and the, and the research to back it up i was just writing what i felt mm-hmm. and that that book was maybe like 30 pages no, yeah, it was no. going to be an ebook not this yeah it wasn't this yeah but then i was like yo there's a way to do this the right way but you got to dig way deeper yeah and are you willing to go there so that you can make this book something you happy with mm-hmm. for the next 10 20 years mm-hmm. And then I was
1: like, you know what, I'm gonna go in. Yeah. Because I don't want to feel like I didn't take it there. Well, I mean, you're one of those dudes that if you're gonna do something, you're gonna do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the um, in the um, the Sadiq story where he talk about the quote that his dad told him, like if you're gonna do it, you're not. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Stop fucking playing around. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like if you're gonna do something. You know Do it Do it You know what I'm saying yeah. Stop I mean and that's That's you As long as I've known you Like yeah. if you If you put your mind to something You're like I'm gonna do this No matter how hard it is Along the way You know what I'm saying Like you're gonna complete yeah. the task
0: Yeah And and you know The, the thing too about this book <clears throat> Is that it's so different From my other books because of that element, mm-hmm. that research element, I've never made a book like that that wasn't just about my life. Right. My other book, you know, like the uh, the What a Night book, that's just stories about yeah touring that it we shows. just remember and yeah. shows. So I don't have to do a lot of research on that. You know, this one was completely different because it is like a, a reference. I had to go through and actually research stuff and, and pull quotes and transcribe and do all of these things. And but what. I didn't know what I had to do until I got, like, you get one section that's real dope. Yeah, and you're like, oh, now I got to
1: do this 20 more times. Yeah, the rest of my book is whack now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wrote one dope section where I did this, and it just ruined the other ones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which caused
1: me to go back and
0: rewrite a bunch of stuff. So there was, when I found the thing that worked, it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is what makes a chapter work or makes a section work. But all my sections ain't like this. I only Mm -hmm. got like two or three. Right. I need to go back and rewrite these other ones. So then I'd have to go back and do all the other ones again, save what I could rewrite, research and do it the right way. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't learn that till I was knee deep into it.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, OK, so just like all your other books, uh, this book is self-published. Mm-hmm. Um, do you consider that to be the best route? Or have you I mean, I know you haven't even dealt with an actual publisher or publishing house. Yeah. Um, but I know I know you. I'm sure you've done your research. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you consider the self-publishing route to be the best route? Not only financially, but just, you know, to get your message out that you want to get out there Uh, for right now? It is. I'm not against traditional publishing. You know, mm-hmm.
0: I just feel like it's something where it's best served for me. It's kind of like how we talk about uh artists should learn how to put out their own records mm-hmm. before they go find before a record they get a deal. deal. Yeah. Because then you'll know what's behind it, you'll know your worth, you'll know your market, mm-hmm. what you bring to the table, um, and you'll have realistic expectations of the next person who puts your record out. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about books. So if a, I write a book then I put it out myself, Every time I do this, I learn more. Okay, I learn more about, okay, how do I promote a book? How do I get in touch with my hardcore fans? How do I set this up? How do I market it? How do I lay out a book? This is stuff that people don't understand. Like I did the layout for the book. You mm-hmm. know, it was me talking to the artist, me getting Adam Wall into to do, you know what I'm saying? This is the concept and got my other guy to lay it out. Okay, then we're going through cover concepts. I've been through all this thing myself now. Mm-hmm. So now if when I ever get published, I'll have a better understanding of it of
1: the process. You can speak the
0: language, speak the language. I know how to do it. I know what my worth is, Mm -hmm. right? If someone says, oh yeah, we want to give you a book and we don't want to give you no advance for it. And just, you know, I'll be, wait a minute. But when I put out books, yeah, this is what I get. This is
1: what I make. This is what I make pre-order.
0: Yeah. Here's my, here's my receipts. Mm -hmm. You can see all these people, all these places. Here's my, here's the, you know what I'm saying? Like I can prove my worth now in a way that I couldn't had I just taken this book. And giving it to somebody, give it to somebody else. Yeah, and and the beauty of this is, like, I can always take this book to a traditional publisher. Right. I can always do that because I own it now, mm-hmm. or I can take the next book. Who knows? I, whatever happens, the success of what I'm doing right now, which is what I mean, publishers ain't nothing but record labels. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. They want to sign shit that's already moving. Mm-hmm. They looking at your social media following. Yeah. They looking at your sales. They looking at you. You know what I'm saying? And so to me. Why not approach it the same way we would approach it if we wanted to get a record deal? Yeah, prove that you can you can create a market and a demand for your 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 book, and then through that doors will be open simply because publishers like, well shit,
1: that's already moving. Yeah, so why not? You know what I'm saying? He deserves an advance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's already moving x amount of books. Right. You know what I'm saying? Thousand books, whatever, on his own. Yeah.
0: You know, and then it's like, oh yeah, if I move a thousand books on my own, then I'm making. Great money for a book. Mm-hmm. And then it's something that pays me forever. And if I want, then I have leverage. But so I don't necessarily want to say that like being self published is the best, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or better because I've never been published. But I can just say for me and what I'm learning and what I'm getting out of it is so important for me to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, should things work out and things get to a certain place, I would entertain it if somebody's, you know, they want to write the check. Yeah, they, they want to write the check. You know, know, what what I, mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not opposed the ba- if the bag is
1: there. Hey,
0: <laughs> let's get the money. Let's yeah, let's not pretend that we don't like money over here. Right, we like money. Um, obviously, this, this the margins are much greater when I do it myself. Facts, you know, and so, uh, you know, that's what I want to do. I don't, I don't, I don't. So I, I think. For, for anyone out there thinking about self-publishing or thinking about trying to get a deal, you know, like we interviewed DJ Criminal and he got published mm-hmm, on right. his first book. And I think that's great for him. And mm-hmm. for what the kind of book he wrote, mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense, right. right? It's like, he wanted a book that That was about a certain experience that anybody could walk into an airport Mm -hmm. and pick up and be like,
1: yes. Dedicated to Super Duty, by the way. Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? (laughs) We got we got authors who listen to us. Dedicated. You know what I mean? You know, fuck with the authors. Fuck with your boys. (laughs) Shout out to South, you know.
0: (laughs) Shout out to DJ (laughs) Criminal, You know. And uh, for me, for this, this is what I think is the best approach, you know. And uh, time will tell. Mm -hmm. Time will tell. But you know, Now that I've been through this process with this book, now I know. Mm -hmm. Like now, I actually feel like I know how to write a book now. Yeah, the other ones I wrote books, Mm -hmm. but this one's like, oh yeah,
1: I know how to do this. I know what this means. I know how
0: big of an undertaking it is
1: because I did it by myself. Yeah, do you consider um, publishing the publishing the self publishing process for anybody out there that you know is interested in putting a book out um, and they want to do it themselves? Would the would you consider the process easy?
0: Uh, I mean yeah it's no it's no it's no more difficult than putting out a record yeah yeah I mean the thing is it's it's as easy as you know it's easier than ever mm-hmm. I mean shit I mean I know people who've put out books and whether they sell a lot or a little I mean you look at it like you can put out an ebook mm-hmm. and distribute it directly to people right um now what is hard is finding your audience mm-hmm. you know like we're hip hop guys right already
1: yeah so our audience is kind of there. They're already. there. Yeah.
0: I don't got to look for the hip hop audience for this book. Mm-hmm. They're the same people who listen to my records. Right. Even more so than some of the people who listen or who bought some of my other books. Mm-hmm. Those were specifically for hardcore blueprint fans, mm-hmm. you know, who want to know what happened with Avengers and Counterculture. Right. You don't want to know what happened to them. You can just be a fan of hip hop. Yeah, in general. And love this book. Mm-hmm. um So the audience finding is the hardest part about self-publishing, mm-hmm. it's not the publishing. Anybody can go get your, you know, your, your ISBN number and yeah. you can go get your barcode. That's just yeah. money.
1: Yeah, just like getting your UP, U, UPC for your- Yeah, his, your you obviously. can pay someone
0: to format your book, you can pay someone to make a, a cover. Mm-hmm. I mean, the hardest part about uh, is, is writing the book. Mm-hmm. If you can write a book, then the self-publishing part and getting it on the Amazons or whatever, that's not hard. Mm-hmm. Hard is finding your audience mm-hmm. and uh, for me, I've been developing my audience, my my book audience, over the years, in the hopes that I could release something like this that would make it easier to reach them. And so, if you're going to self-publish, um, w- but you know that's why people go to publishers, right? Because they don't want to find an
1: audience. Yeah, they don't want to deal with all that. No, they want to deal with shit. all that yeah. shit.
0: So we have an audience already. So it's like, well, let me see what it would be like if I had something that's specifically for that audience.
1: Okay. Um. Well, one last question. Let's go. What's next? What's next? What's what's the uh, what's I mean, I know, you know what I'm saying, now that you, you know, got your got your uh you officially officially, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, like the other books you wrote that was about promatic. You know yes. what I'm saying, they was about yes. you. Like now that you've done this. Yes. What is next for Blueprint the author?
0: Oh, I got another book I'm trying to get out by by the end of this year. Okay. By the end of this year, man. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to take uh that 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 social media cheat code thing we did. Okay. You know Cause that was one of our dopest episodes. Yeah, really good episode, and, and really, really helpful to people who are artists and don't understand social media or aren't. help me.
1: Yeah, see, <laughs> you see, I've been, I've been, I've been getting my game up a little bit <laughs> yeah, lately. I mean, you know what yeah, I'm I mean. saying? I've been doing some <laughs> things. <laughs> see,
0: if it can help you, <laughs> yeah, and you sit here with me every week, <laughs> right? Then uh, I, I want to, I want to release uh, a book version of that. Okay. And uh, but that kind of goes with just the next stage of this is like we're gonna start seeing books like this for me that are specifically for the audience that listens to this podcast right. and to help other artists man because that's really what we do every week it's just that we don't leave them with anything to reference right you know what i'm saying other than the audio now it's going to be okay now you have this mm-hmm. to reference now you have the next book or the next book and the next book and i'm hoping that
1: i can put out a book maybe a book a year or something like that from here moving forward happy dope well that's yeah. really all i got man um yeah i would suggest everybody that listens to this podcast even if you don't um, yeah. get this book get like every book. chapter is like a super duty episode that's dope. like that's how it feels you know in reading yeah. it um it's a real easy read um i mean I, i've re- i read it in like a week hell yeah you know what i'm saying so like it's a real easy read and if you you know want to be successful at anything you know what I'm saying? Like, these traits are very, very important to just life yeah. in general. So, um, yeah, man, appreciate yeah. you, um, you know, putting your pen to paper. Hey, man. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Doing the thing. Finally. Yeah, it's finally. finally there.
0: You know, so, yeah, uh, go to weightless.net, everybody out there, and uh support. You know, we don't ask y'all to spend money with us in general. Facts. And so, this is kind of the first real ask of the podcast, you know, is mm. support the book that is really written for listeners of the podcast. It's yeah, the man. first of many. It's called the Ten Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists. It's about two hundred fifty of them things. Yeah, you know what, I to to I you know what I'm saying. Got some weight
1: <laughs> to it. Got some girth. It got some girth to it. It's thick. Nice but coffee table book.
0: Yeah, yeah. You sit on your table. People will will think you're really dope at your house. They'll be like, oh my gosh, what's this? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Impress people. And uh, you know, we got pre order packages that have like, you know, I got a, a blueprint bookmark. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, with with a fly quote on it. Nice. You know, we got uh posters, eleven by seventeen, other other artwork which is dope. Yeah. sign, uh, sign books, hoodies, uh, just all that shit, man. Weightless.net. Go there. Yeah, go there. Support.
2: Yeah. That's it for this That's week. That's it. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes.